two, one, two. All right, it's uh, your boy D-Mac with uh, my pal Vic Lombardi from Altitude. Hi, pal. How you doing? Pretty proud of myself. I just edited yeah, something yeah, on tell, my phone. Tell us what you did. Um, as the game ended, I went outside, and I tried to find as many Chiefs fans as I could and Broncos fans as I could who had children who looked to be around the age of seven, eight years old because I wanted to get their take on what it was like to witness history first time in their lives that the Broncos beat the Chiefs. And be surprised how many of those seven and eight year olds went to this game in this cold today. I'd be like, Dad, Mom, I ain't doing this. So, so is the bigger story um, their reactions or the fact that there's adults that will insist on taking children to games in frigid temperatures that they'll never remember? Well, most of the kids are like, Why am I even here? Can we get to Legoland, please? But what, whatever. Um, it, it is both. Uh, the fact that they were here and they've never witnessed or felt this before. Hell, Justin Simmons sat right there. He's never felt this before. All right, so as Mr. Denver, because you are Mr. Denver, where do you put this? What, what do you think? It is what it is. I'm, I'm making a bigger deal out of it than I should be. But they beat a team that eventually a streak would be snapped. Eventually they would take advantage. And I'm going to give a ton of credit, DMAC, to Vance Joseph. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. talk about a turnaround. Yeah. A month yeah. ago, yeah. Vance Joseph, um, he didn't know if he was going to survive. Right. For, I, I know that for a fact. Yeah. During that Miami game, he didn't know if he'd make it back. Mm -hmm. And now here we are. He just held the Chiefs to without a touchdown. His defense did. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, one touchdown in two games. Mahomes' um, first, is this right, his first loss on the road in division ever? Some, I, that, that does make sense. I believe that might be the first time. The last time he was here, um, I remember the first time he was here, I should say. I do, say. too. You remember the first time? I do. I mean, it's, it's a blur, the memory. Do you remember the first time? Was that the one where his knee was backwards? No, no, no. His first time was he was uh, a oh, yeah. for Alex Smith. Season. Yeah, at yeah the I mean, he, he was filling in for Alex Smith. I mean, that was the first time. Yeah, yeah I do remember that because that game was meaningless Correct. For, for everyone involved, so he played. <laughs> Correct. Listen, they were downplaying the ending of the streak. Uh, Sean Payton downplayed it. Simmons downplayed it. Um, but the fans did, man. The fans were on fire today. Fans should be because fans carry history with them. You know, it's interesting because this is very parallel to the, the Nuggets and what, what they've gone through for, for 47 years, right? The players are in the moment. Coaches and players are in the moment. They're winning for their livelihood. They're winning for what's ahead of them and what's directly behind them. Mm. We as fans, we live years ago. We right. live years ahead. It's a different feeling for fans than it is for players. It just is. It's the way it is. Yeah, I'll just take Simmons at his word, although it, it's – I do think it changes a lot of things. I think it's an organizational change. I did see Greg Penner. I shook his hand. Congratulations. Because, I mean, I wonder if they wondered, what the hell do we have here? What is going on? So just to win a couple of games in a row, to have a nice vibe here, to feel like, hey, maybe this thing is going in the right direction, I think this changes a lot of things at the trade deadline. Well, you know, here's the deal. You beat the Bears, Bears suck, right? You beat the Packers, Packers suck. You beat the Chiefs, yeah. they don't suck. They have something to be proud of. This is a, a win during the regular season that they can definitely build on. It, and I don't want to hear any fluky stuff. Oh, Mahomes had the flu. I, I don't want to hear that crap. Mm -hmm. He played. If you play, you play. If, if you're that sick, don't play. So I don't want to hear that coming out of Kansas City after this. I mean, there were four defensive turnovers. There was the muff punt. Um, I think the Broncos earned this. And there were moments where you, I kind of was like, okay, how are they going to screw this one up? Like, when is this moment going to be? And, and everybody after the game said they were far from being perfect, which, which is true. But still, when you think about 
how the Broncos gave away some points, like in the first half, by playing kind of stupid and turning the ball over and giving up a field goal when they shouldn't have. They still won by a convincing margin, Vic. Well, turnovers do that to you. I thought the momentum turner in this game, the one that sort of sealed the deal, was when uh, Kansas City fumbled the punt. Because, yeah. remember, the Broncos couldn't move the ball, and you're like, oh, God, Here come he on. Goes. And then yeah. they fumbled the punt, and you got the ball inside the 10-yard line. And you pile up turnovers, eventually it's going to get you. And those turnovers prove to be the difference in this game. Would you trade Jerry Judy? I would not hesitate to trade anybody if the price is right. If you can get a collection of picks that could help replenish mm -hmm. their draft allotment, I would not hesitate to trade anybody. Put it that way. This doesn't change my approach to the trade deadline. If, if you get picks and they're good picks, go get them. They were three and five last year when they traded Bradley Chubb. That did happen. They're three and five now, but it, it does feel different. Three and five last year felt like the wheels were coming off because they started two and one. Yeah. Because they started two and one, and you got to three and five by by winning two in a row. And Sean Payne, I hope he's not circling parking lots. Do you know what kind of food he actually is having? What is he having tonight? Pancakes? No, no, no. Guess Vic. What kind of what Steak. kind of food? No, 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 Vic. What kind of food do you truly celebrate with? Spaghetti. That's he's, what having, he's having Italian. <laughs> Cliss found that out. He didn't answer my question, but I had some inside source. He's having Italian. That's Good. why he said Good. he likes that Good. better than the sushi. It is better than sushi. Sushi's gross. It's, it's freaking raw. Why would you put raw food in your mouth? By the way, we could have done this outside, but we have decided we may... Well, specifically, you are the softest person in the in the Denver media. 100% the softest human being in Denver. I don't ski. I don't like cold. I don't like the mountains. I prefer uh, mid-June all year long. So uh, this is my tough tough time of year for me. Yeah, I'll be skiing within the next week or so. Um, but, I, I, yeah, I'm going to get up there to Loveland. Hey, can I ask you a question? Because my, my son skis, all my yeah. friends ski. Yeah. What is the adrenaline rush that it gives you to go down a hill at those speeds after waiting in line with your nose dripping and the lines and the traffic, what is it? Is it that like, 20 seconds down the hill that makes it worthwhile? I'm going to avoid uh, using sex as a comparison, but Vic, when you pull up and uh, drill a three, how does that feel? But I'm warm. I'm not cold. How does, how does it emotionally feel in a line. basketball game? And it doesn't cost me $800 to drill the three either. I don't have to get equipment for that. And, and I don't have to go to this place to rent stuff. And I don't have to wear that stupid tag that's always flopping around all the time. I just drill the three. It's very easy to do. All right. I, I was trying to get Vic to commune with nature, but I failed miserably. The Broncos win 24-9. to and we'll have good things to talk about. Like, why is that a bad thing? There are some people out there that are upset they're winning right now. Isn't that weird? something else, too? There, there's this perception out there that the media is rooting for chaos, rooting for the team to lose. That, that is not me, and I can sense that is not you. Definitely not. When, when, when the Broncos win, it's, it's good for business. Yeah. It's good for all of us in the yeah. community. You, you don't root for that. Now, there, there is an inkling to say if you're going to lose, lose big. Don't, don't lose mediocre because mediocre doesn't help you in the draft. But this team is learning how to win, and it's something it hasn't been able to do. And just the fact they can learn how to do something yeah. and get over that hump, even though Sean Payton doesn't want to claim the hump, it's a big deal. You know, I'll, I was struck by Michael Porter Jr. before um, opening night when he said, we just have a lot of guys on this team that have won a lot, and we don't know anything about losing we just know about winning and that really struck me because I did think of Justin Simmons and and is like well he's been you know in the league kind of him and Michael Porter Jr. around the same time as pro athletes but what if you only knew losing 
And MPJ, for whatever ups and downs he's had, that dude's really only known winning his entire life when you think about it. By the way, what a wagon the Nuggets are right now, 3-0. Oh. And, and do not, do not look at that win today and say, ho-hum, that's a tough place to play. Yeah. And that's a pretty good Oklahoma City team. And the Nuggets made mincemeat out of them. And that Nuggets bench, which we all thought was going to be a problem, no. They defend, man. This team's good. This team's really good. They're longer, and Peyton Watson, I love how Malone's been challenging him because he knows how much raw talent there is. But I don't think Peyton Watson's going to let anybody down. I'm thrilled. I mean, at this point, it looks like he can put out almost anybody on the second unit, and it's going to be okay. Well, because they play the right way, yeah. and they play yeah. the way he wants them to Because they've learned how to exactly. do it. And they, they, they don't know a difference. Exactly right. When you have Joker out there, doing it the right way, and Jamal and Aaron Gordon, and those guys are sitting on the bench, are like, oh, okay, uh, defense comes first, and then we'll figure it out on offense. And they're, they're figuring that out. It's a good team. Any concern about the Avalanche, real quick? I'm concerned a little bit about the back end in Georgiev. I don't want him to wear out, you know? How many games in a row now? Three straight games of four-plus goals? So that, yeah. that's an issue. Right. They, they, and, and, they, won, they won the game against the Islanders, right? And I'm not worried about him as the reason they lost those games, but that wears on you again. You, that becomes a habit, and you don't want a, a habit-forming goalie who's given up four-plus a game. The Avs lose, the Nuggets win, the Broncos win. As Meatloaf said, two out of three ain't bad, and uh, we kill you with truth. Good job, Vic. Man, we should uh, do this more often. God, I like this better than outside, by the way. <laughs> All this, right. This is awesome. All right, see ya.